everybody, this is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? Robbie, did you know that you can replace the plot of an episode with guest stars that were popular five years before it was recorded, and then just call it good? I don't Who's calling this good? I mean, good as in done. Sorry, you can call <laughs> it done instead of good. My bad. I, I was a poor turn of phrase. That's Yes, the answer is yes, Matt. You can't do that, because okay. that's, that's what, exactly what they did. Uh, hi, guys. We are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. For only two large a month, gain access to all of our bonus material, bunch of back back catalog material, reviews of King of the Hill, Rick and Morty, Simpsons, new episodes of The Simpsons. Now we're doing Bob's Burgers. We're just churning stuff out, plus a bo- bonus episodes that on a monthly basis. We have a person to thank, Matthew. Oh, one of the best people in the world? Okay. Yes. Mark Rosetto. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. This week's episode is Barting Over. Episode EABF05, originally aired February 16th, 2003, written by Andrew Kreisberg, directed by Matthew Nastic. Received an 11.1 rating with 22 million viewers. This was advertised as the 300th episode. Although, uh, given the animation, I assume there was some controversy whether it was 300 versus 302. It was was actually the 302nd episode. Um, Whatever. I don't... Who cares? It's like it matters. Um, but that's it was like, hey, it's three hundred. There's one there's a I I have captured the one joke about this being the three hundredth episode, Matt. Uh the chalkboard gag. Bart writes he's it says I will not, and then he kills the he takes the chalkboard down with an axe. Why exactly? Is this is this a reference to something? I don't know. Okay. I assume so, Matt. I assume if some or it, it's either one thing a reference to something that we don't know or it's just them thinking it's funny because bart's finally just dis- like bart's like i'm rebelling i'm gonna destroy the chalkboard okay okay uh the couch gag the living room is made of gingerbread uh the simpsons are gingerbread people homer takes a bite out of bart's head it's all right Alrighty then it's fine yeah it's all right good, good. uh it looks, a- it looks like the land of chocolate more so than gingerbread but close enough i'm all right with gingerbread if it's a I mean, good bread is if not it, a good, but you know, okay with it. Have you had a good gingerbread, or have you had that crap? I have. Mm, where'd you get it? I don't remember me. Mm-hmm. I see. This episode guest stars uh, Tony Hawk and Bleak One Eighty Two as themselves, and Jane Gismerick as Judge Constance Harm. I I like Tony Hawk, Matt. Tony Hawk seems like a pretty good guy. Honestly, I, in real life, I like. He seems to have a good sense of humor about his level of fame and celebrity he's a is a legendary skateboarder um love those video games back in the day oh yeah those are those are great i played those for hours but tony hawk's kind of the reason this episode's not that good (laughs) well yeah because it's been all the time on him and blink 182 and all the other stupid crap blink 182 is barely in it to be fair i think each each of the members of blink 182 have one line so i'm not gonna get too angry at them judge constant's harm is barely in this as well so it's it's fine uh the episode begins with lisa having a dream uh she is receiving the kennedy center honors uh from walter cronkite uh with do we remember the two other people uh nope nope me neither i can't i've already forgotten uh but they everyone's like happy for lisa then she gets woken up by marge vacuuming because it's time for spring cleaning and this first act pretty good actually matt it is it makes sense basically like the the progression of what happens it goes quickly and by the end we have an idea of what the episode is going to be about it's exactly what we want in a first act. It is exactly what, and it, and I think it's funny. I I thought there was there's solid gags in this first in this first in this first act. I yeah, even when Lisa like reads a book in Latin and and tra- starts with someone a demon, that's okay. I mean, it's a little weird and out there for The Simpsons, but it's it's a pretty funny gag. It's, I'm willing to go with it. Yeah, there's like there's funny gags in here. Uh, so yeah, Lisa start, almost summons a demon from some book, forgotten book in the garage. Uh, but Bart is going through some old videotapes in the garage and sees one that's labeled Marge and Homer getting dirty. And for some reason, he wants to traumatize his sister. So they sit down and watch all these VHS tapes, which turn out just to be Marge and Homer carving lots and lots of pumpkins. Yeah, which is just OK. Sure. I, You know what? It's a weird gag. I'll take it. 
you know them like yeah them. it's true it's not a bad gag it's just funny that there are more than one of them i feel like they're like oh because bart says i'm like oh a dozen tapes and they're all pumpkin carving like what did you want there to be in there bart but then we see lisa find a very specific tape that says bart sad on it they pop it into the vcr bart sad if i ever needed proof of the existence of god here it is <laughs> Balky, you're dancing in the toilet. What, you never heard the flush dance? <laughs> Perfect strangers will return after these commercials. What a beautiful baby. <gasps> what horrible breath. He's the baby whose mouth smells like death. Run for your life, it's baby stink breath. <laughs> Oh my god, that's me! <gasps> this isn't Bart's sad, it's Bart's ad. Wait, I was in a commercial? I don't remember this at all. No more baby stink breath. Thanks to the Baby So Fresh Tri-Patch System, these soothing chemical patches alter your baby's DNA while leaving the RNA untouched. Oh. <laughs> Not safe for babies under two. <laughs> <laughs> your baby stink breath, your baby stink breath. En français, vous êtes l'enfant stink breath. <laughs> Real quick, I'd just like to pop in to say that <laughs> if you really wanted to assuage someone's concerns, you don't change the DNA, you change the RNA. The DNA is permanent, the RNA, generally, especially if you're talking about messenger RNA, is the kind you can change without actually hurting somebody long term. Now that that's taken care of, I really like the not safe for babies under two <laughs> because they're not even babies anymore. <laughs> No, I, I really, I really like this ad. Uh, I, I like, I don't, you know, whatever DNA, RNA, whatever science, yeah. science. I like all that. I like the disclaimers. It's good. It's fun. Uh, Bart doesn't remember it, and then in, immediately eats a Butterfinger. Another fun callback. Exactly. And also goes, oh man, you know what? Are, you know what's good? Butterfingers. Uh huh. I like Butterfingers. I would think I would know if I were the national spokesperson uh, for a, uh, uh, a giant brand. Would you though? I mean, I was actually thinking this. So he's like, oh, I don't remember this. It's like, you were a baby. You don't remember anything from when you're a baby, even when you're 10. Right now, I think I have two memories from before I was 10 years old. That's it. <laughs> you get older, they just all vanish. And you just make they up. They are like, oh, I don't remember being a child. Why would I be a child? You just make up memories to, <laughs> that you yeah. are, that people tell you that things happen. You're like, oh, yeah, sure. Um, Bart's unhappy. He's angry that no one told him about this. He's like, well, what do you mean? I was in an ad. No one told me it was in an ad. No one asked me if I should be in an ad. Uh, so he has a little meeting with Homer and March. How could you make me baby stink breath and not even tell me? I was going to tell you on my deathbed. Honey, you did have a great time doing those commercials, and you made a lot of money. I did. Where is it? Your father invested it in a college trust fund, which today must be worth a... La, 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 la. Mm. Of course, the stock market's been down lately, but there must be some sort of... La, 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 nothing left, la, 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 You spent all the money I earned? I needed it. I had to buy back some incriminating photos. Look, see? You're fine. And then, whoops... Uh-oh, look out! I know this looks bad, but if you reverse it, Daddy's a hero. See? What? I saved you! You stole my money! Bart, stop that! That's okay. His cute little hands can't even fit around my neck. It's... Oh! Oh! Now he's got it! Bart, the larynx is not a plaything. Mom, I am sick of the way he treats me. He disrespects me, and I'm just supposed to accept it? That's right. You're mine till you're 18. And when you're 17, I'm going to know the end is near, so I'm going to work you like a dog. <sighs> so, we have... I question that a 10-year-old will be strong enough to uh, choke an adult, even with the help of a belt. I mean, once you get that leverage, Matt, a belt, you know, That's you don't true, have to be... Kids are just not very strong. You don't have to be that strong with, with a belt. Like, you don't have to put, apply that much force. I mean, that's true, but I, I feel like he was at least within a range of Homer to have Homer just smack M him off. Man, and then if we're going to have no Matt, are, they, people literally levitate on skateboards later in this episode, all right? We, relax. Yeah, you're right. You're right. This Chill is, a little okay. bit on, on this, all right? This is fine. Um, So Bart, disrespected. I, I think there is a little bit of, a little bit of things here I wish... This episode has Jerkomer. 
Um, it's not terrible, but it, we don't ever get a good reason, like, why. Like, just give us a reason Homer had to spend the money on something. We had to buy back those pictures. That's not... That's a bad reason, Matt. That's exactly what I'm saying. And that... Oh, those pictures are a reference to Michael Jackson uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Which, not great. They refer- references not aged well to... Here, there's nope. another one. Um... One, you give Homer, like, a reasonable reason for spending all of Bart's money. Maybe it wasn't a necessarily a good reason, but a more a, a reason you can, like, actually defend in a certain way. I think it needed, like, an ep- a reason that Bart could understand would see as obnoxious, and Homer could, and Marge even, could reasonably defend. I think you needed something that's less just obviously obnoxious. Because you you want to have both sides have a reasonable argument for this, ideally. Ideally, that's right. You want to have it so there's some sort of conflict instead of one party being in the 100% right. Yeah, and because at this point you're just like, well, Bart's right. Where's the conflict? So Well, the conflict is he's a, he's a child, so he really has no rights. <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, however, Matt, uh, Bart talks to Milhouse about it. Uh, and Milhouse suggests, hey, won't you just sue your parents uh, when, or go to a lawyer? And and Bart's like, yeah, that's a great idea. I'm a child. I'm going to go to a lawyer. How does he pay for Let's this? Let's do that. And then, and then this is like, begins like, well, how's he paying for this lawyer? And blah, Okay. So. He works on a, a contingency basis. Okay. Uh, Bart goes and tries to find a lawyer. Hmm. Badger, Haggle, and Bill. Love them and burn them family law. Hacky joke and done it. Bingo! I want a divorce from my parents. You are? I said I want a divorce from my parents. Yes, I heard you. I was just calling my secretary. You are? Give me the standard child divorcing parent form. Yes, sir. That that was a bad joke. I that, that. which I I those are two bad jokes directly in a row. I will say that mm-hmm. I enjoyed both of them. Oh God, no, no. Maybe the first time I heard this, I was like, okay. That's a bad joke, but I enjoy it. But every subsequent time, I just want to hurt myself. Love. Okay, but the blue-haired lawyer, is his name Love him or Burnham? Or a neither. Maybe he's not a partner. Maybe he's a junior partner. I mean, he's representing Mr. Burns. He has to be a partner. Maybe. You never know. Mr. Burns usually has a whole stable of lawyers. Maybe yeah. he's just the best one. He hasn't reached a partner yet. Uh, in, in Springfield? You never know. Springfield is weird. Sometimes Springfield is huge. Sometimes Springfield Matt, is tiny. I just want, all I wanted you to do, Matt, was decide between love them or burn them, and you had to enter in some weird love them or burn them. Thank you, thank you. That's all I wanted. Uh, with that, we go to commercial. Act one ends, and when we come back, uh, Homer uh, is sitting at home with the family. Uh, Bart is there. Bart makes a nice little caricature of Homer's head in mashed potatoes and various other foods, and then destroys it uh, once again, showing his anger. Homer uh, gets a doc at the door and is served a subpoena. Homer doesn't want to open the door, but unfortunately, the blue-haired lawyer, who is serving a subpoena in person, oddly enough, uh, has some crispy bacon. So Homer opens the door to get the bacon and has to take the subpoena. Totally worth it for Homer. Uh, But at this point, Bart announces to the family that he wants to be emancipated. Bart, you're showing this? Yes, I want to be emancipated. Emancipated? Don't you like being a dude? No, Dad. It means Bart would be a legal adult and free to move out of the house. I wanted a sewing room, but not like this. Not like this. Mom, you've always been cool to me. But Homer is a lousy dad, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Hey, my dad was lousy, and I didn't sue him. I just dumped him in the cheapest home I could find. So, yes, as we can see, uh, Homer still a bad dad. Uh, Bart basically wants some freedom uh, to, you know make his own choices in this case. Uh, we then get a extended sequence of uh, court where Judge Harm is presiding over the case uh, where Homer is just a jerk. Uh, he's constantly threatening everyone. We get this horrible bit where Homer is saying, why you little to everybody, which just, okay, we're slowly going downhill. And eventually uh, Judge Harm says, all right, this is very obvious that Homer is a terrible father, so Bart, you're emancipated. And Bart now gets half of his paycheck. Although we do get a nice callback to Bart getting half his paycheck, Homer's Vegas wife getting half his paycheck. What's left for Mo? That that was a decent joke. I Matt, hmm. I this is where this episode starts falling apart. And, oh, yes it is. And 
like Bart getting emancipated is not a bad idea for an episode. Mm-hmm. And the ideas behind this episode are actually pretty sound. And you could easily massage this into like something that makes sense. But they don't. And they are not they don't concern themselves with any of this making sense, like in any real world terms, like not even close. And if people do things, they need to have a reason. If a character in your television show wants wants to do something, they need a reason why not because it makes the plot happen. Like, it's a funny joke. That oh yeah, Homer gets half of his money goes to Bart and half of it goes to the Vegas wife, and then ha- what? There's nothing left for Mo. But I need I I need a Homer to actually and the family still have to eat food and pay for their electric and like gasoline, right? So maybe like sh- reflect that in the episode, and also Homer doesn't get paid that much. How much does a loft downtown cost? Well, it's Springfield, so we don't know. Uh, it does appear that Bart is in a loft in a rather sketchy neighborhood, so maybe Fair. not that much. Maybe it's cheap. But you know, then he also an old factory that somebody converted. But he also buys a tele- like a giant television and an expensive couch later on. I don't. Okay, I don't. I know. Yeah, they, it's one of those things that don't really make sense. They don't want us to think about it, but it's it's not necessarily just this. It is many uh, many things that like start piling up of like why. Like why? Like and one, I don't. I I really, again, I, you shouldn't have it so that just Homer is clearly a villain, because that's all he is in this court. In this courtroom, he's it's ridiculous. Like, uh, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Anyway, so moving on, uh, we see that uh, like Robbie said, Bart got a loft downtown. He's gonna move out. He packs all of his stuff in one little suitcase, and then. With a quick goodbye to Lisa and Marge, he's gone. Please don't go, Bart. I'll let you swear in the house. Everything but the big three. Sorry, Mom. I just can't. Not as long as he's here. Oh, honey, I can't believe this is happening. I'll miss you so much. (laughs) Either give me some of that or let's get going. Sorry, Mom. I gotta go. Go ahead, leave. You'll come crawling back. That's right. Crawling on your knees. <laughs> crawling! Oh, he's really gone. <laughs> he's So, yes, at this point, we see a weird thing where Homer is now distraught that Bart is gone, despite treating him terribly and then saying, oh, you know, before you're 18, I'm going to work you like a dog. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like, why? Why does Homer miss Bart all of a sudden? Who the heck knows? Like, guys, I've, I I didn't just jump in. Like in halfway through this episode, I've been watching the first ten minutes where Homer has literally not shown any this any not even a measure of kindness to Bart at any time, not at all, nothing. And then Bart's gone, and now he's just sad. Like, come on, yeah, come on. Who knows? So anyway. Homer is, at this point, exceedingly distraught, as is the rest of the family. Marge is despondent. Lisa is Lisa. Uh, So Bart, like we said, got a loft. He has no furniture there yet. He hangs up his Radioactive Man poster and tries to sleep for the first night. But uh, he's a kid uh, on his own, and, you know, it's it's tough for him. Uh, We then go back to a scene with the family where they're having breakfast, and Marge accidentally pours a, you know, fifth glass of juice. And Homer is acting like Bart is still there. He's having some kind of psychotic break and is very sad that Bart is gone. But uh, then we go back to Bart but, that night Matt, Matt, at his first. Matt, hmm. you got to mention the fact that Homer is playing with a fake Bart. Oh, that is at this point. Yes, he, he creates a little Bart kind of scarecrow thing uh, that he is basically playing baseball with. And then he gets shocked as he carries it into one of the power lines. Why is the like, why is the power line so low in the backyard? It's Springfield. No one cares in Springfield. Why is Homer getting electrocuted for, like, the fourth episode in a row? Uh, especially by a, you know, 
depending on what that power cord is connected to, uh, he might probably should have been killed. But you know, if it was just the house feed, possibly not. So I, I, it's not. I don't. We'll I don't care. I don't care. Like if Homer's gonna die, but getting shocked by this the power line, I just I like literally like five out of the last seven episodes, Homer has been shocked or sideshow Bob, including uh, in the, the Frank Grimes Jr episode he gets shot like they just have these extended like five second long scenes where someone's getting shocked and the joke is look at them they're getting shocked isn't that funny not anymore yeah not come on guy pay attention what are you doing it's just like i don't care if you repeat jokes but don't do it five episodes in a row come on so yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so uh, at this point, we go back to Bart at his loft, and he is getting super scared because he sees a rat, and he runs, and he jumps in the elevator, and instead of going down, it goes up for some reason, and he comes out on the top floor, and oh my gosh, it's a bunch of skateboarders on the top floor, because everything has super high ceilings, so they can fit an entire half pipe in. Uh, we meet Tony Hawk, uh, who is just there for some reason in Springfield uh, with a whole bunch of his skater friends. Blink-182 is is also there. Uh, and they are sad about being there. They're upset and they're going to trash the place, but only after they get paid. Uh, we also see that Tony Hawk is magic, uh, because he flings a business card to Bart, which is, you know, okay, that's pretty cool. Maybe a human could do that, but then he snaps and it flies back to his hand so he can fix the phone number. So magic exists. Skaters have it. That's just the way this world works now. And there's also a webcam. And for some reason, Homer is watching said webcam. Weird. So, yes, Homer sees this whole thing going on of Bart meeting Tony Hawk and being super excited and is despondent. And that is how we go to a commercial before the third act. I, like, why can't they just set up at this point? Like, Tony Hawk says, yeah, we're in town for this tour. Right. And why is Homer watching this? He doesn't need to be watching this. You don't need to. Like, why would Homer be watching? Like, one, Homer doesn't use a computer. Two, Homer wouldn't – there's no reason Homer would somehow find a way to watch some skaters party on a webcam. Mm-hmm. Like none of – there is literally – like the whole joke is that Homer is sad because he's watching this – inexplicably watching this webcam. I don't – why is this here? He just – like why is Tony Hawk here? Why is Blink-182 here? This is like it – okay. Fantastic question, Robbie. We'll why? get to that in Act 3 obviously. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have they have answers to all these questions. Um, we go to Act Three, come back, commercial, and the family is really missing Bart. Homer has been raising a like has been treating a bag of sugar like a baby, but then he ends up having Cletus's baby, and Cletus has the bag of sugar, and they're treating it like a baby. What? Yeah, and then they make a, a bad diabetes joke about eating babies. Ha ha! Hilarious. I just. I just, I have, I don't know. What does this have to do with Bart? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I feel like a crazy person, Matt. What does Homer do? What are actual things that Homer does with Bart? What are actual things they do to get together? Watch television? In this episode? Yeah. In general, any time. What are conceivable things they could spend time together doing? They occasionally pull pranks together. That they seems they, to bring them. They do that. They have fun mischief together. Why not, instead of this terrible joke, have Homer do one of those things by himself? And he realizes how less fun it is without Bart. Precisely. Same thing with Bart. Have Bart do a thing that he normally be do with Homer. Instead, he's doing it with Tony Hawk. And it's not as much fun, even though it's Tony Hawk. It does not. It's not the same. Why not do that? Instead of bad jokes about babies, bad jokes about Tony Hawk dropping Bart off at school and us saying the the name Tony Hawk 15 times. Fantastic question, Robbie. I would love to know the answers to those, but I don't think we ever will. No, we won't because they don't. They just have these empty jokes that don't advance the plot, don't advance character. They're not funny. There's nothing. The family, I guess, gets visitation to Bart sometimes. Uh, So they go see his loft with his expensive television. I don't think this is a good place for a ten-year-old boy. Here's five dollars. Buy yourself a suit and get busy. Uh, I'll buy a suit of drugs! 
Hi, guys. Dad. Hello, Stan. You're looking well. Wow, this place is great. That couch looks really pricey. Well, you need an expensive couch to watch an expensive TV. Of course, because you wouldn't want to. I paid for your splendor, you dirtbird! And for every syringe I find, I get a dollar. Well, that's great, honey. You know, son, I've been doing a lot of thinking. I was wrong to exploit you, and I won't do it again. Thanks, Dad. That means a lot to me. So do you think you might see your way clear to moving back in with your ma and me? Sorry, no can do. I'm taking off for six months to join the skewed tour. Skewed tour? The traveling festival of rock and roll, skateboarding, and extreme sports? And nipple piercing. <laughs> Don't worry, they're clip-ons. Okay, we're going to get to talk about this clip a lot probably, but I just want to point out that here's $5, buy yourself a suit and get busy. It makes me want to punch Marge in the face. <laughs> <laughs> like what an awful <laughs> right wing oh oh my god Sorry. matt mm-hmm. i don't know what oh, what do you want like the, the yeah the, I... it's to the level of this episode this right like all the writing after this first after the first act is lazy and boring and it's and and not funny and this is a the laziest kind of joke about Oh, you want to encounter a homeless person? It isn't. Oh my God, we're in the downtown area. There's crime. Really? Okay, really, guys. Finding syringes and oh, there's a, a some homeless person. So let's have Marge be rude to them. It's just lazy. There's nothing to it. And then this is and like yeah, that joke's terrible, Matt. But whatever. It's like thir- It's like eight seconds and then it's gone. Homer. There's a scene where Homer, uh, uh, we hear Homer go, I'm sorry, I realized what I did was wrong. Will you come back and live with us? I've been thinking about it. And I, I want you to come back. Earnestly says all this stuff. This is not a, this is not a joke. It is Homer saying, yeah, please, we want you back. And he says, I've been thinking about it. When? Where? How? How has he been thinking about it? We haven't shown any of that. We just have to take his word for it because they have to have time for flying skateboards, Robbie. Show us this show us showing having memories of homer thinking about spending time with bart and missing bart instead of him getting electrocuted instead of jokes with him making scarecrow barts instead of him having sugar babies maybe just have some earnest moments where homer is actually reflecting have him talk to marge in bed some pillow talk a tried and true convention of the simpsons where they talk it out and and in letting us see this conversation, that is what those are about. It is nothing to do. It is a way for the audience to see Homer's thoughts so he doesn't just narrate. It's him talking to Marge so that we can actually hear Homer say, I I made mistakes and I'm sorry. And Marge's like, maybe you should just tell Bart that. And yeah. Marge could go, we're going to see him tomorrow. You should tell him that and maybe he'll come back. And then when they do talk to Bart. It makes it makes us feel more because we know it's going to happen. And then Bart says, no, I'm going on tour with these skaters. I think it's really cool. I don't know why he's going on tour with skaters. Why, Matt? Why is Bart going on tour with the skaters? Because they have to have a reason to have the skaters in the episode more. Yeah, I I yes, that is why. But there's no reason. Like, what does this episode have to do with skating? Why is there so much because Tony Hawk's in it? Well, yeah, of course. You take out the and I know skating. what you're going to say, Robbie. That should mean the entire episode is about that because otherwise it makes no sense. But that would require, you know, them writing a whole episode about that. And they're, they they can't do that. Some forethought. Take out the skating. This episode's 50% better already because it makes them actually write with emotion and, and character instead of just shoehorning Tony Hawk references everywhere. And I like Tony Hawk, but he doesn't – he they just end up just dropping more Tony Hawk, more Tony Hawk, more Tony Hawk. So now we're at the a, sh- a skating the the skewed tour. We're at the, the skewed tour, and we're we're seeing Tony Hawk skate. I don't know why. I don't ask a question about. I, I don't know either. I, I don't know why any of this is happening. This is from this moment on. Nothing in this episode makes any sense. Like not even a modicum of sense. Like or, for everything before this, you could like defend and. By some ways, nothing, none of this is, this is all just a bunch of garbage. So Homer is there. I don't know why. 
He has a plan, but the plan relies on him running in directly into Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Tony Hawk talks to Homer. Mr. Hawk, may I have a word with you? An extreme word? Sure. My son is Bart Simpson and... I didn't say extreme to the max. Sorry, I just want to win my son back so badly. I can relate. I'm a father myself. Oh, one day they're little shredders, and the next day they're grinding and gnashing their way to college. Yeah, I make up words too. Anyway, I was wondering if you could pretend to lose to me in a skateboarding contest so I can be a hero to my boy again. I'll lose millions in endorsements, but okay. This board represents the ultimate in poser technology. It gives people the illusion they have talent. Groovy! Just lock your feet in, and the board does all the work. All the work? <sighs> Fine. I'll lift you onto the board too. Do it without the attitude, or don't do it at all. Ow, my brain. <laughs> what is the point of him lifting him onto the board? Uh, it, it doesn't, Matt. Tony Hawk, literally. Here, I'm gonna describe what happens. Tony Hawk's on the half fight, doing tricks for the crowd with Bart. Bart's there for some reason, even though Bart's not gonna be skating. Nope. Bart is not not gonna be skating. He's just standing there. We don't have a reason for him standing there. Tony Hawk goes up. And open over the half pipe, down another half pipe for some reason, and then lands right in front of Homer. There is no reason for him to do that. He just does it because the episode needs him to be there. And then he agrees to help Homer for no reason, just because the episode needs him to be there. Then they have this contest where anyone from the crowd can challenge Tony Hawk. And Homer steps up, I guess. Now the portion of our event where champion Tony Hawk may be challenged by any unknown member of the audience. I'm challenging you, Hawk, in front of all these outcasts and dreamers who can't even get into the army, if you can believe it. Dad, how drunk are you? Not very. You're going down, Homer, then back up, then down, and back up again. That's how the game is played. I can't count how many times your father's done something crazy like this. It's 300, Mom. I could have sworn it was 302. Shh. There's your 300 episode joke. Yep. Um, why is there a skateboard challenge in the at, at, right now? Because, uh, let me see if I can get this. Homer needs to look cool in order to win Bart back. Rather than apologizing and, and promising to do better as a father, He's going the showy way, and that's going to work for some reason. You remember Saturdays of Thunder? I do. I do remember that. Homer encouraged Bart and, you know, as the end, apologized for his poor behavior. And in the end, everyone was happy. But that that episode is built around a soapbox derby race, mm-hmm. multiple soapbox derby races. It is built around them. You know, it. it Bart is building a soapbox derby. Homer doesn't know anything about Bart. Homer realizes that he's a bad dad, recommits. And then the turn is Bart decides, oh, I should get, I want to be in a soapbox derby racer that is good. And then, so, so we have both sides. We have Homer is a bad dad at first, but then he commits. And then Bart, you know, wobbles on being loyal to his father and then at the end they come together if you're gonna have a big epic skateboard challenge to be the centerpiece of your third act to be the set piece Mm -hmm. it has to be established from the very beginning of the episode or at least as soon as there's skateboarders around there has to be something to make this mean something like i'm about to play the clip about the aftermath, I guess. I'm not going to play just clips of skateboards clashing, like clanging against each other. Um, but you have to like have a reason that this is happening. One, there's no one, there's no skateboarding challenges on Earth where it's just a random person from the audience can go, "Hey, I challenged Tony Hawk." It doesn't. It's not a thing that actually exists. And so when you put it in your show, it makes you look stupid. It makes you look. It makes you look dumb. Mm-hmm. Get this. This episode has a serious case of the dumbs. And why do I care about a skateboarding challenge? Like, what does this matter? Who cares? Especially now that Homer has a skateboard doing all the work for him. They have a skateboarding challenge, Matt. Of course they do. 
especially one in which Homer is amazing because of poser technology. And so he, the Tony Hawk does the half pipe, does some tricks because he's a good skateboarder. And then Homer goes down the half pipe and suddenly there's like a street course in the middle of it. Uh huh. Because that's what you want in the middle of your half pipe is stuff to knock you down. Like, and it's not even that, oh, where they're going to have a street, they're having a, a street competition. Like, okay, that's something. But then he, the skateboard flies up into the air and does something, does like literally stuff that's impossibly physically. And then Tony Hawk gets angry because he thinks he's getting shown up. So they have like a crouching tiger hit and dragon skateboard fight midair. Just they like float mm-hmm. and float in the air and why? Because all right, let me think. Um, uh, because they have to have some kind of competition. And they figure, oh, that's the best way, I guess. But I, like, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is really a really cool movie. It's really good. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason that they do the air combat in that movie because it fits aesthetically and tonally. It makes sense, right? Like, there's no other references to martial arts or anything else in this entire episode uh there's no reason for this competition to be uh, being had uh there's no it just comes out of nowhere and just feels crazy it doesn't add anything to this it it doesn't it doesn't it it's just a gimmick it is just novelty there's nothing there's no substance how, Matt and I talk a lot in our bonus episodes about when the Simpsons do parody really well, when they do satire really well, when they use references to fiction really well, and it is all about evoking the feelings of that fiction and applying that to the Simpsons and using it and using that homage in an intelligent way to both draw our feelings about the original art out and reflect back on it in a meaningful way to show how the Simpsons and the Simpsons pop culture, the, the television television as a whole, is reflecting back on the, this art. Like in Cape Fear, let's say, or Jurassic Park, like Hitchy Scratchy Land, or many, many, all the many Hitchcock references. There's nothing here. There's, there's no, this is not like, Crush the Tiger, Hidden Dragon is about these epic duels. Homer and Tony Hawk don't have they they literally met a minute ago like Matt I would if I would totally be fine with this if they had been feuding this entire episode well yeah because uh, Bart uh, moves out and he hooks up with Tony Hawk and not like that kind of hooks up but he he hangs out with Tony Hawk and Homer sees this as a threat and decides that he's going to get good at skateboarding to be able to challenge Tony Hawk for Bart's affections that would work this is just dumb yeah there's no reason like okay, blah, blah, blah. they fight Homer. Win- also, Homer wins. Why? It's just a, a statement on technology always overcoming raw skill, Robbie, obviously. OK, uh, here's the end of the episode. Woo-hoo! I rule this pseudo sport. Come back to me, boy. Dad, you don't understand. This was never about being cool. It was about you not caring how I felt. Oh, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard, you stupid little kid. Homer, you're heading for parental faceplant. Do a 180 emotional ollie. Uh, uh. Finally, someone explains it to me in words I can understand. Look, boy, I know I did wrong, and I'm truly sorry. I put you in humiliating commercials for money, which I spent on myself. I just wish I had an opportunity to make things right. Mr. Simpson, I like the way you handled yourself on that board. Would you like to do a commercial for us? Anything, as long as I can give the money to my son. Excellent. I represent Viagra Gain, the topical rub for bald, impotent men. Well, I am bald and important. Where do I sign? Oh, Steve, you're everything a girl could want. What's your secret? Well, Kathy, I'll tell you. It's Viagra Gain. It gives you lots of hair and what you need down there. What are you waiting for, loser? Possible side effects include loss of scalp and penis. What did they say about my scalp? Don't worry, Dad. It's just a commercial. No one will remember this in 50 years. Then we cut to Homer's tombstone. And, and it says, Impotence Spokesman. Mm-hmm. And then Nelson, old Nelson laughs at him. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I really like the way you handled yourself on that board. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Why? It doesn't make any... Ah. Here, here, Matt, 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 calm down. Calm down, Matt. Calm down. 
Matt's turning into a a, a, a werewolf, unfortunately. Precisely. Ooh. This is a common sense thing to me. Even if you're going to do this, you're going to have this entire challenge or whatever. Why does Homer win? The whole point is that Homer should lose and go, oh, no, I'm going to lose Bart now. And then Bart says this was never about being bad. And that's the thing that is literally crazy to be bad. Bart literally says to Homer, he tells him like, hey, is nothing. What are you doing? This, why are you skating? Who cares? I don't want that. But here's the thing, Matt. Homer literally apologizes to Bart when they go visit him. He says the same thing. He says, uh-huh, I'm sorry. Anything. Robbie, I just want to point out that Homer finds this correction when Tony Hawk, dying on the ground, tells him he's headed for an emotional face plant. He needs to do a 180 emotional ollie. I really almost poked my eardrums out when I heard that. <laughs> and I just, I just, I mean, if, if see see Matt, it, this that and that that joke doesn't make sense. Like it, literally, you literally just wrote a joke about a minute ago where you said he made fun of Tony because he makes up words too, and now Homer knows all these skateboarding lingo. Literally in the span of a minute, in the span of a minute, did you forget the joke you wrote before? Like what what what, what is real? What is happening? I have no idea. I don't know what happens. Why is any of this happening? What is going on? What are you doing? Why does Bart go back to Homer now versus when he in the second act? If if Bart literally acknowledges the skateboarding challenge doesn't matter, then why doesn't he go back the first time Homer apologizes? If nothing has changed it's just all the, the all the all you're telling me is that we wanted to have more Tony Hawk and skateboarding stuff in it, so and whatever it didn't matter. Well, I don't. Why? Why? I don't know. Be smarter. No reason. Sense is bad. Yep, very very bad. It just doesn't make any sense, and it's a good idea, and it starts off really well, and then it just vanish. It just vanishes into nonsense. You have to have a. You have to have a frame. You have to have structure. You have to have scaffolding to hang jokes off of. And you have to make sense. You have to have... You can't just throw random crap in some random order and, and oh, it's a Simpsons episode. It's fine because it ends with everyone being happy. And there's a joke about, you know, boners at the end. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and Lindsay Dagle just shows up out of nowhere. And because Homer is good on a skateboard, she wants him to be a spokesperson for a combination impotence and hair loss drug. Why? What are those things that to do with skateboarding? I don't know, and frankly, I don't care. I just wanted to bring it up. I mean, why don't they... Why can't they just make that the whole thing that wins Bart over? Where Homer gets this... takes does an embarrassing ad and gives Bart the money. Or puts Bart... It puts it in a trust fund for Bart. Yep. Like that is what this episode should be about. Not why is there skateboarding? Because Tony, because they had Tony Hawk. That's why. Yep. We'll rank this episode at the end of the show. Hey, Matt. Yes, Robbie. You gotta ask me a question. Oh, Robbie, is this episode broken or just incredibly stupid? I I think it's broken. No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see, quick fix, quick fix. Ah. Uh, yes, this episode's absolutely. I, I was I was on the fence, Matt, but this absolutely meets my heart criteria. Yeah, yeah. Mike, how do we fix it? Um, we get rid of Tony Hawk. Okay, that that may be a bit of a stretch, but <laughs> honestly, that makes the most sense because if you want Bart to have the whole emancipation thing going on, it makes far more sense to not include a guest star because then you get some time for there to be conflict between Homer. You have to tell Homer regretting his actions and why he does what he eventually does. And then you have to show Homer getting down to it and apologize. And you can, you can include skateboarding. Sure. Why not? But you have to do it in a way that doesn't put the focus on Homer and Tony Hawk rather than on Homer and Bart. And you have to have, I mean, I feel this goes without saying Homer needs to, 
give us a reason Homer spends the money, n- not just buying incriminating pictures back. I want to like Homer, guys. I want to like Homer. I want to like everyone. I don't want to be any of the characters to be villains. If they do something bad, I want it to. I understand. Like they can make mistakes, but I want to understand why they make the mistakes. Like they have to have a reasonable reason. And Bart, he should have a reason. He accepts Homer's apology. Maybe it's Homer makes a grand. Maybe Homer goes and becomes a spokesman for this incredibly embarrassing product. Shows Bart the ad, and Bart is like, "Aw, now everyone's gonna think you're impotent and terrible." Okay, yeah, all right. And I put the money in a trust fund for your college, and then you could even do like a a quick little gag of like, "Oh well, we can always take that money out." Blah 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 blah. And Bart's like, "What?" But yeah, have a they gotta have just. I like Tony Hawk, I really do. But if you're gonna have Tony Hawk and have him this much time in episode, it should really just be a skateboarding episode. Yeah, like Bart go well, Bart leaves uh, to go on the skateboarding tour, and Homer has to get him back for some reason. You would lose the emotional core of the episode, which is what I think they intended, but maybe they weren't sure if Tony Hawk would show up, so they had to rewrite the episode at the last second, I guess. I mean, if you're going to do Tony Hawk, you can't have the uh, baby stink breath stuff. It's yeah. Bart goes on tour with the skateboarders, and Homer and Marge miss him because of that, and they're worried they're gonna he's getting corrupted or something. And or whatever, or you know, whatever reason you want, honestly, but it has to be a different episode. These things don't go together. Uh Bart and Bart, honestly, Matt, you said it. Bart needs to be kind of isolated for the emotional impact to hit him. He should be missing his family. Mm-hmm. And he starts missing his family, but then as soon as he meets Tony Hawk, he doesn't miss him at all. He doesn't care anymore. I'm like, well, why does he want to go back then? I like I, you gotta sell it on you gotta sell it to me. He's he's sad because he doesn't have a family anymore, and maybe not make terrible jokes about homeless people. Yeah, that that seems like something you should you should not be doing. They they have their lives are generally not great, so maybe like don't punch down. Yes, don't make fun of people that have it worse than you. That's that's usually just a really good rule of thumb. Rule of thumb. Yeah. yeah. Safe, safe, safe operating standard procedure. Not make fun of people that have a worse off than you. Uh, that's how we fix it. Uh, no Tony Hawk. Sorry, Tony. You don't care. You get your fun Twitter. Exactly. To write about. I mean, he's still a pretty good skater. He's in his 50s. He's still a pretty good skater. Yeah. I'm sure he teaches a lot to a new generation. And so. now, now his son is a pretty good skater, too. Uh, you ready? Let's let's move on, Matt. Let's 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 keep going. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments from the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt dot nerd dot obsessive. Comments to the news group is where I look through the nohomers.net forum uh, episode reviews after the week it came out. See what people thought of it then compared to what we think of it now. Mostly positive, Matt. I see. I see the numbers, and I just I think people were just hurting. Or Simpsons episodes at this point, because there's no reason it should ever be given that well, kind of credit. Well, I mean, I think it's when you get to the, when it's like this isn't Simpson Safari or um, Tennis the Manus or like it's, you know, where there's an ending that makes sense that wraps everything up. It's not just them go surfing. Yeah, it's not kill the alligator and run. I think people had, you know, lower standards and they're just like, oh, it's about, you know, th- the conflict is an emotional one between Bart and Homer. It is not. You know, they're not going to look for diamonds in some monkey mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. So well, people are you probably like, oh, this is all right. Uh, but yeah, it's it's like 80 percent, three out of five or better yeah. with the majority at four out of five, 35 percent. Uh, I have some reviews first is four out of five review. The only thing I'll add is one thing that ruined Tony's part was Bart saying, are you skateboarding? Let you Tony Hawk instead of. Of just are you Tony Hawk? I can't remember if those were exact words, but it was something close. Felt like a Scully era guest spot made the whole thing way too fake. That's this entire episode is a Scully era guest spot. Uh, I absolutely love the first act. The family were on character. The jokes really worked, and the surrealism was kept in believable and funny context. The Butterfinger, perfect strangers gags, both got laughs from me. Second act, however, was nowhere near as excellent. Some jokes worked, but some didn't. The collar pull and treating gags simply weren't needed. Uh, Blink 20s two appearances were pointless and thankfully short. Third act was even worse, although it had some quality jokes. It was still brought down by Homer's skateboard fighting at some lame jokes. Three out of three point five out of five. They like one out of three acts, and they gave it a three point five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the final one is two out of five. One of the episodes that made me stop watching The Simpsons. This is a more recent review, I think. Uh, using jerk-ass Homer for the plot was a terrible idea. I think the plot could have worked with Homer making bad mistakes rather than when you're 17, I'll work you like a dog. Use all that fish-shaking. Seemed like his characterization was improving since Bart left, but only show mindless anger again and finally fight in the air with a guest star. Episode seemed too much like a Scully episode, having terrible characterization of Homer, annoying guest stars, and very few good jokes here and there. Homer's commercial was very funny, for example. It may result in loss of scalp and penis. <sighs> yeah. It's okay, Matt. It's over now. Thank goodness. It's farting over now. No. <laughs> we can move on to our next segment. It is time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog. We have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is, what's your favorite Revelin Lovejoy moment? I uh, appreciate everyone took the time to answer first from Bill from Bart's Comet. It's all over, people. We don't have a prayer. Uh, Chris, encouraging his dog to do its dirty, sinful business on Flanders' front lawn. His subsequent half-hearted combination of the dog is soda. So, Soto? Soto? How do you say that? Soto Voce delivery? Is that, am mm-hmm. I saying that right, man? I believe so, yes. Of good boy, don't stop now. And then saying, don't stop the music. Cracks me up every time. Uh, Brian from Bart Sells the Soul. But... Every religion says there's a soul, Bart. Why would they lie? What would they have to gain? Reverend Lovejoy dumps money into coin counter, shouts over loud whirring, I don't hear scrubbing. That's very good. Uh, from Matt, uh, Lisa, I know most of you have already judged my brother guilty without any proof, but doesn't the Bible teach us judge not lest ye be judged, Reverend Lovejoy's response? I think it may be somewhere towards the back. As a pastor myself, I've used this line, uh, his line a million times. Uh, from AJ, just love the quote. Oh, just about everything is sin. Have you ever sat down and read this thing? Technically, we're not allowed to go to the bathroom. I can't really do a love joy, Matt. No, it's really about the delivery, and I just can't do it. It's like the way it's his skill. the way his important. the way his like rolls his letters. Uh, from Vicky, I remember another gentle visitor from the heavens. He came in peace and then died, only to come back to life. And his name was ET, the extraterrestrial. I love that little guy. Uh, from Sean. Apu, Hindu, there are 700 million of us. Lovejoy, well, that's super. It's a little bit, Lovejoy is a little bit of the church, of uh, Dana Carvey's church lady. There's a little bit of that in there. A little bit, yeah. yeah. So maybe I could that, ch- ch- channel the church lady. The assumption of uh, superiority. Yeah, change, and you channel church lady. Uh, Mitch, uh, this so-called new religion is nothing but a pack of weird rituals and chants designed to take away the money of fools. Now let us say the Lord's Prayer 40 times, but first pass around the collection plate unfortunately still as biting relevant as it was in 1997 unfortunately from graham it's time to fight razzle with dazzle pulls out guitar michael row 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 the guitar feedback rod is he killing that guitar daddy yes son off from jason baboons to the left of me baboons to the right the speeding locomotive tore through a sea of inhuman fangs a pair of great ups rose up at me but biff Bam! I sent them flying like two hairy footballs. A third came screaming at me, and that's when I got mad. Gotta love fighting monkeys. Exactly. Uh, the one true Braden at B underscore baked underscore er. <laughs> uh, everyone is saying Gabo this and Gabo that, but no one is saying worship this and Jericho that. Oh, Jericho. Uh, from Jenny uh, at Hippie 200 in Bart's Inner Child, where he tries to play the entertainer on the organ. Wait, wait, I can do this. Wait, okay. Wait, I can. Everyone's favorite song, Matt. I know you love The Entertainer. Of course. Yep, that's me. Loving The Entertainer. How many times have you heard The Entertainer in your life? Uh, never? Really? I don't think so. You were you were a music you're a music music man? I and no one, no uh, one, no one tooled around on, no one tooled around on the entertainer while you're in I, waiting and practice. No, I, I don't. I, I've seen the Music Man, so I, I that means at least once. No, but, no, uh, I no. I mean, I mean, you played music, Matt, in high school. That is oh, what I. Uh, I no, I have never, as far as I know, heard the entertainer. I'm not sure what that is. Matt, are you? Do you? What? When no one is directly talking to you, does your brain just like like do like the monkey ride into tricycle thing? No, it does other things. It, uh, <laughs> but 
I just find it hard to believe that you it, like you were at music practice with like probably how many people were banned? Hundreds of people. Uh huh. No one tooled around with the entertainer. No one is like practicing and like just mindlessly playing the entertainer. People mindlessly played all sorts of things, but I, I never didn't, heard of didn't pay attention. Got it. Cool. Uh, yeah. Will at Will's World and Men. Wait a minute. This sounds like rock and or roll. <laughs> Sorry. James at uh, James Warwick. Are you okay, Matt? It sounded like you're having some sort of like long illness. <laughs> oh, no, that was just really funny. <laughs> okay. Um, he repeats. He, he Again, Marge, everything is a sin. Have you ever sat down and read this thing? Technically, we're not allowed to go to the bathroom. And Lawrence, also LCOM 88. Baboons to the left of me, baboons to the right. The speeding loco of tore through a sea of human fangs and employee a million ads at O Benjamin. Now this is religion. Uh, Matt, what's your answer? Why did everyone have to pick the same one as me? Because it's good. Those answers are <laughs> funny. Now this is religion. That's just the best. Ugh. I mean, like I said, Matt, fighting monkeys. Uh, I know. I mean, that's 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 what you'd rather learn about uh, during Sunday school uh, than you know how evil you are and how awful things are going to be for you i mean depends which church you went to i mean that's true my answer is the inagata devita wait a minute it sounds like i basically every reverend lovejoy quote in bart sells his soul like frankly that entire you know the entire first act of with reverend lovejoy and bart sells his soul we have him making the the punishment and the coins and the the this is rock and roll oh just all of it i love it um, next week's question. What is your favorite courtroom moment? Because guess what? Simpsons have gone to court many, many times. I know. It's weird considering the average person would probably not go to court all that much in their life. Hopefully. I've been twice. But, uh, the Simpsons. Uh-huh. Twice in 34 years. Uh, I got, I got almost picked for jury duty once in my life. Yeah, twice. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I've not been sued like 40 times. I've never sued my employer. It doesn't matter. Uh, post this on all social media, facebook.com slash the Simpsons show pod, Twitter at Simpsons show pod, emails, the Simpsons show pod at gmail.com. Next up, Matt, it is time once again for the no Google show challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S M R T. I mean, S M A R R T. The no Google trivia challenges from Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions, one easy, one medium, and one hard. Matt has a seven-point lead on me because I completely whiffed on Stephen Hawking last week. Uh-huh. Because I'm an idiot. And Matt got all six points. Because I thought I asked him impossible questions, and it didn't matter. Matt got them right anyway. I don't know about impossible, but they, they, were, they were pretty tough. I did not spare the whip, and you still were just killing me, Matt. Are you ready for an easy question? I am ready this week. These are all from Saturdays of Thunder, the aforementioned. Oh, how about the? What does Bart build in Saturdays of Thunder? Uh, I believe it is a soapbox derby racer. That is correct. All right. Your questions are all from Little Big Mom. Okay. What disease does Lisa convince Bart and Homer they have in Little Big Mom? Uh, leprosy. You are correct, sir. Unclean. Unclean. All right, Matt. Your media question. What haircut? does patty end up getting oh uh i believe it's the mary tyler moore you're right i thought i could trick you on that one mary tyler moore your medium question where do the flanders send bart and homer to cure them uh fire island some island are you wait what do you like your silence matt it's really disconcerting i mean i could just say no but i'm gonna give you one more guess <laughs> uh they go to a leper colony on Molokai? There you go. You got it. You know, where the real leper colony is. I don't know. I was just, I just say things, but, um, okay. Your hard question, man. What videos does Homer consider at the video store? There's four of them, including the one he eventually checks out. Okay. Uh, the one he eventually checks out is football's greatest injuries. The other three are, um, blood. No, no, that's from a different episode. It's not blood on the asphalt. Um, yeah, they're not coming to me. There is one with blood in the title. That's what I thought. I remember there being a blood one, but I can't. Blood on the field. Some, I don't know. There is death by knockout. There is bench clearing brawls. Ah, uh, yes. And finally, the third other one is blood on the ice. 
blood on the ice, of course. And football, they're all sports related. Yes, football's greatest injury is 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 there as well. But blood on the ice is the one that has blood in the title. Right. All right, your hard question for today. Whose ghost appears to Lisa to inspire her revenge? Lucille Ball. Oh, dang. All right, all right. Matt, you're not going to get a Lucy reference over on me, man. I well, I thought maybe you know that's a terrible episode, and I thought maybe you wouldn't. It's not uh, terrible. I think we liked it more than a lot. Where is where is uh, where is little Big Mom on our list? Two thirty-two. That's not bad. Uh huh. It's not great, okay, but it's not terrible. It's above that 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 batch of season one episodes. You know, it's it's okay. I think. I I I you know I I can. Hey man, I love, I love Lucy. The Lucy Show, Lucille Ball's great. Oh yeah, she's amazing. She's, she's a, the reason Star Trek exists. So I mean, she was also a spy. Well, yeah, sorta. She's amazing. Uh, Lucille Ball is great. Uh, I I made up some points on that this week. All, I made up all the points I lost last week. So that's there you good. Go. that's something. I just need to get hard questions right. That's really the answer. So I need to trick Matt into asking me hard questions that specifically i know mm-hmm. it's a very subtle mind control the you know i send general sentiment i send him knowledge that i know to make him ask questions that i know but lucille ball matt come on she's the best she is the best i i, I kind of want to do a i love lucy podcast hey you, you have a podcast all about weird uh stuff that you like no but i just like specifically just a i love lucy podcast oh okay I don't know what it called. Maybe they just call it the Lucy Show. <laughs> That's terrible. The I Love Lucy Show. There you go. I don't know. Uh, that has a four point lead on me. We're about halfway through the season. We'll see how uh, I can catch up. We can move on to our final segment. The segment we end every single episode with is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically. We watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever. And how good they are. All right, Matt. Is this better or worse than Pray Anything? Ooh, uh, Pray Anything. That was our last episode. God, I, I don't know. Uh, no, I don't think it's worse than that. It's <laughs> close, though. It is close. Is it better than The Parent Trap? Another, another Judge Constance Harm. I'll say this is better than The Parent Trap. It is. I think it's. We're closing in. I, I, I think it's probably worse than Helter Shelter. I'm not sure about Bart versus Lisa versus. Worse than Helter Shelter, you say? The episode in which Marge kills a man. When did she kill a man? She pushes a dude off a cliff. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. And he's yeah, just, but he that, totally, he's totally dead. That's true. And they teleport to the Amazon. Uh huh. I mean, it's your pick your poison. You want teleporting the Amazon with a helicopter or. Uh, Tony Hawk and Homer having midair skateboarding fights. I would put this above Helter Shelter. Really, really, yes, yes mid-air, a waste the, of Tony the, Hawk. Oh, the, okay. the first, the first act. I would. Say I enjoyed the first act of this. I did not enjoy much of Helter Shelter. Any of Helter Shelter. That's true. All of Helter Shelter is bad. I would say, like, I, I think the, this does fall into complete nonsense by the end, and it's right in line with Helter Shelter, Bart vs. Lisa vs. Third Grey, The Parent Rap, or anything, Tennis the Menace, Brawl in the Family, all these episodes that are just nonsense. Um, but I think the first act redeems it enough to put it up on the top of that heap of garbage. Fair enough. Okay. New number 271 on our list is Barting Over. Uh, it's very bad. Uh, it's better than it. Like we're getting a rash of these season fourteens. I, man, I used to think that season fourteen was where this this Simpsons stopped being bad, but I was wrong, right? It's not. It's just it's not. No, it's definitely not. It it's like there's a couple diamond. There's been a couple diamonds in the rough, but for the most part, it's just been bad. It's just been a bunch of nonsense. Um. Our next episode is I'm spelling as fast as I can. Okay, I remember this one being decent. Uh, I think I think we can we have some hope for this. This is the spell. Lisa cheats on the spelling bee episode, or is this the right? Is that and Homer bets on her, as I recall. Oh no, she isn't. Not she cheats if she lets if she lets someone else win. 
right. corruption. Oh, is that one? Oh, I'm thinking of a different one. No, I'm thinking of the crossword one where Homer bets on her. This You're is right. This crossword. is the one. Where, this is yeah. George yeah. Plimpton's in this one. There's also the rib witch. This is the Krusty's rib witch where Homer gets obsessed with the rib witch. And then this is it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. Let's see. I don't know. Well, I have no idea. This can't. I okay. hope it, I maybe it's better than this. That's all I that's all, all I can hope for. That's next week. Um I think that'll wrap us up. We you, you can find this stuff at our website, com. links to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our RSS feed, link to our Patreon if you want to help us out. Help pay for hosting, we really appreciate it. Um get a bunch of bonus podcasts along with it. Uh you can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Darman. My website is RobbieDorman.com, includes links to my other podcasts and links to purchase my novels. My newest novel underneath is a paranoid, tense horror novel of body horror in Antarctica inspired by the thing. If you like that or the terror or body horror general or claustrophobic, icy terror stories, you should go check it out. Marie for free with the Kindle Unlimited. Matt does not participate. In social media, you will not find him. That is true. I just... This episode's real bad, guys. And I don't want to think about skateboarding ever again. So go read Robbie's books. Uh, that's all I, I can put up on it. I have actually finished his next book that is coming out, which I need to discuss uh, with him. Uh, uh, it's actually... We, spoiler alert, guys. It's really good. Um, so go read the existing ones now. <laughs> don't worry. You'll hear all about it when it comes out. Uh, <laughs> I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. Thank you for watching this episode. Shh.